This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Before we get to that, earlier in the week, we were talking about the royal family and Meghan and Harry on Netflix. Forget about all that. Time to bring in our own queen. All hail! Ariel Epstein. All hail! Ariel Epstein. Kneel before your queen. All hail the prop queen. Everyone bows down to the queen. She joins us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. It is Ariel Epstein, sports betting analyst for Yahoo Sports. You can also see her on NBA TV and MLB Network. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Ariel, good morning to you. You know, you don't lose many bets. I mean, we all do because that's part of the process. But whenever you have a, a mini slump or whatever it is, what do you do mentally? Do you just sort of stick to what you're doing or how do you handle that? Thanks for having me on as always. I would like to, I usually like to stick with my method, even though I could be on a cold streak at times. The best advice I ever got from Yanni, the Greek in Las Vegas, he said, Ariel, you have to trust yourself. And if you know that your method works and it's profitable long-term, then you can't change that because of a cold streak. And it's something that really just stuck with me all these years. All right, so let's look at Thursday Night Football because I need to get back on the winning side. So maybe I'll just tell you. All right, so let's look at the matchup between the Seahawks and the Niners. Is there anything that stands out to you on the offensive side of the ball uh, when it comes to the props market? The running back for the Niners, Christian McCaffrey, has stood out to me. I really like his over on receiving yards and receptions. You can get over four and a half receptions and plus money as of yesterday. Um, and for receiving yards, too, I like that one as well. McCaffrey has gone over this with San Francisco in three out of the four games where he's faced a defense that's bad against pass-catching running backs. The only reason that he didn't go over it one of the games was because it was his first game with the Niners and he faced the Chiefs. Otherwise, Seattle's the third, uh, the defense that allows the third most receiving yards per game to running backs, sixth most receptions per game to backs. When you look at running backs like Javante Williams, uh, Austin Eckler, or even Josh Jacobs, these are all pass-catching backs that have had a lot of success this year, and all three of them absolutely demolished the Seahawks' defense. Williams went 11 for 65. Um, Jacobs went 6 for 74. Eckler, 12 for 96. They caught a million balls out of the backfield, and they also uh, ran or caught those balls for way over 36.5 receiving yards. So. I'll take both those overs on McCaffrey and no Debo Samuel for San Francisco. So it's either going to be McCaffrey or Kittle to really have to step up this game. We're talking with Ariel Epstein, sports betting analyst for Yahoo Sports. She is the prop queen. You can find her on Twitter at Ariel Epstein and see her all over the place, and rightfully so. I love when you do these total tackles props because it's so in the weeds, but you can make some money on it. What do you like? Well, there's one number that's not out yet on BetMGM. However, I am going to keep a close eye on Seattle strong safety. Ryan Neal's over for total tackles. Definitely over five and a half. If it's six and a half plus money, then maybe. Neal's the strong safety, and his job is to defend against the running back and the tight end, while the free safety is going to drop back. That's why I could see the entire 49ers game plan being about McCaffrey and Kittle leading someone like Seattle strong safety Ryan Neal having 
or getting those opportunities to make more tackles. I did the same thing with the Arizona strong safety on Monday, Jalen Thompson, and that ended up going over four and a half total tackles. And Neil has also had a lot of success because in the last three out of four weeks, he's gone over this number um, of my imaginary number of five and a half or six and a half. So um, I'm going to keep close eye out. There's a reason the book isn't putting this out. And yes, Neil's questionable. However, there wasn't really much of an injury designation on him. Just looks like he was questionable throughout the week in practice. However, if he does play, I'm not going to let the books posting this late. I, I do this every time, guys. I always forget about it when it gets closer to kickoff, and then the books end up posting these numbers right before kickoff because they are usually too scared to post some of these players in total tackles. So I'm not going to let the books pull one over on me. I'm going to try to bet this over on Ryan Neal. All right. Every single week there is a play that you give out, and I kick myself, and I say, Damn, why didn't I think of that? And this week, I am seeing that you're on the Bills in the first half over their team total of 12 and a half, which you look at it and you're like, oh my God, that's so low. Why would I not take this? So give us the reasons and the stats behind taking the Bills in the first half. The Bills are the second best first half team behind the Philadelphia Eagles. Buffalo's averaging 16 points a first half, and that number goes up to just under 21 points a game at home in the first half. Miami's allowing the fourth most points per first half at just under 14, and when they're on the road, the Dolphins allow almost 20 points a first half. Now, I know it's supposed to snow, but the Bills are a cold-weather team. They're used to the snow. I am so sick of weather dictating my bets, unless it's strong winds. If it's like 25-mile-an-hour winds, then I say maybe. But every time I do this to a top-notch quarterback like a Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, if I fade them because of weather, I'm always disappointed in myself. I'm not going to do it this week unless it's an absolute blizzard. So I'm going to wait it out a little bit for weather. However, that first half over between the Bills being really good in the first half and the Miami defense being atrocious, I've got to go with the home team and take their over 12.5 first half points. Ariel, one of the more fascinating matchups this week is the Cowboys and Jags, just because I'm very interested to see the progression of Trevor Lawrence against a very, very good Cowboys secondary. Chelsea and I have discussed this game throughout the week, but what do you think? This is a fishy line. I've already seen the line move from Dallas minus five and a half to minus four and a half. So the line's moving in favor of the home dog, Jacksonville. Dallas can clinch a playoff spot with a berth. I mean, with a win. However, they, this is a great look-ahead spot. Who cares about the Jaguars when you've got the Philadelphia Eagles next week if you're the Cowboys? Jacksonville also doesn't really uh, match up that well against Dallas. Or, excuse me, Dallas doesn't match up that well against Jacksonville considering the Cowboys have really been utilizing their run game a lot. The Jaguars are actually much better against the run than they are against the pass. You're seeing majority of action come in on Dallas, and yet the line's moving in favor of Jacksonville this early in the week. That's sharp money coming in on the Jags. I like Jacksonville this week to cover the spread of the home dog. All right, finally for me, let's talk about your Ravens for a second. And I'm not asking for, like, your statistical opinion because we joke on the show that, like, that's all you want to talk about is, like, things backed by numbers and science and trends. Uh, but doesn't it feel like the Ravens are just having a disappointing season? I have to triple check every single time to see their record and they're nine uh what are they nine and four yeah nine and four so what is the consensus for Ravens fans entering the postseason and do you think it's still going to be the Ravens that win the AFC North 
This is a really, it's a really tough season because the Ravens have shown so many promising signs and so many heartbreaking signs. Um, the problem with the Ravens is obviously closing out on, in, the first, in the fourth quarter. And there were so many other games that the Ravens would have won this year if they just were able to close out games in the fourth quarter. That's why you feel like when you look at the standings, oh my gosh, the Ravens should have had a way better year and why didn't they? Now, they still are tied with the Bengals um, for the lead in the AFC North, but the reason that the Ravens have a game this weekend against the Browns is because the Ravens win the tiebreak right now because of their division record. The Ravens are 3-0 and in the division, and the Bengals are 2-3. and So if the Ravens and the Bengals end the season tied, the Ravens get the tiebreak and they win the AFC North. That's why this weekend is so important to Baltimore get that win over the Browns, then you're going to have to finish the season against Cincinnati or against uh, the Steelers. And I think that the Ravens have Cincinnati one more time at the last game of the season. Um, so I would say the Ravens season, I wouldn't deem a disappointment because of injury, but it's definitely not what I thought it could have been considering. I bet them to win the division. I bet them over the win total, um, which should hit, by the way. The win total was nine and a half. And then I also like them to win the Super Bowl. The defense is looking really good with Roquan Smith at linebacker, but um, this offense and then the secondary in the second and the fourth quarter down to the last two minutes just can't seem to figure it out. She is a sports betting analyst for Yahoo Sports. You can check her out on NBA TV and MLB Network. It is the prop queen, Ariel Epstein. Ariel, good luck to your Ravens, and thanks for being with us. Thanks so much, guys. Good luck. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.